Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Playoffs Conference Championship Preview, the Tuesday NFL episode. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. An incredible final four is set for the conference title games. We got the Ravens, the presumptive NFL MVP and quarterback Lamar Jackson against the defending champs and Patrick Mahomes and the Taylor Swift army in the Chiefs, the number one seed in the NFC, one of the most potent offenses in the NFL in the 49ers against everyone's favorite Cinderella story, the Detroit Rock City Lions and Dan Campbell. On today's show, we will, of course, get to our assignments as our exact decision. On Thursday, we will finalize our big balls, bet of the week, our foxhole, and our money line parlay. Now let's bring in my co-host, my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Aloha, Chad. How we doing, my guy? Brother, we are wiping the slate clean from last week. We are looking ahead to the games. We put our big boy handicapping pants on. We are ready to rock and roll. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boosts. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Also, catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and give us a like. We are the Action Network YouTube page. Brother, there's only so many games to talk about right now. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens are three and a half point favorites. The Chiefs are in their sixth consecutive conference championship game too shy of new england's record for consecutive conference title games when they made eight from 2011 to 2018 all right this one as they like to say is painted across the board you liked it at three on sunday night i think you also liked you liked it at three and a half on sunday night we're hoping people would look around for a three it got there for about 24 hours now it's back at three and a half you're still there yeah, still there. And obviously we're going to break down this game a ton this week. Um, but it's it's definitely a scary bet, Chad. We talked a little bit about before we came on where it's just like, how are you not terrified to bet against Mahomes? Especially after last week where it's like, you know, we, let, we left them for dead. I, I really did not believe that they would be able to do what they did last week. So um, I'm just trying not to overreact to it. And that's the hardest part about gambling. And my favorite part where it's like, we had a week from hell last week. It's irrelevant. You're on to the next week, and it's all about this upcoming week. And same goes when we have the best week ever. We go 4-0. It's like, doesn't matter. You're on to the next week. And that's how I feel this week where it's like, I'm trying not to overreact to what happened last week with this Chiefs team. It's like, 
there's still little problems that you can notice with that team. They're just not the same Chiefs. But the fear is Mahomes take, takes it to another level that, you know, we only ever seen one other quarterback in my lifetime take it to that level, which is the Brady, which is anytime you have a lead against them, you never feel safe. Like even in, at that halftime, I think it was 17-13 with the Bills. It's like, well, Mahomes is getting the ball to start the second half. Like this, you just never feel comfortable against Mahomes, especially in the playoffs. So um, this is a tough bet and a bet that, I mean, as soon as we got done our Sunday show, I think I got four phone calls from different pros being like, you're a fucking fool. Like, how are you going to get to Mahomes again? Didn't you learn your lesson? Like, this is easy money. Like, we just keep betting Mahomes the dog and we keep winning. And what am I going to say back to that? Because it's like, I've, I've bet Mahomes the dog. I love that trend and it's it's awesome. It's like, I just, I can't look past how bad they've been this year and that they already had three more guys get hurt on that defense against that Bills team. Like now they're down even more guys going against the Ravens team that we already talked about. They're getting healthier. Like they're getting Humphrey back. They're getting Mark Andrews back. Like how are these not huge deals? Like how are these not worth, how are these two guys, two pro bowlers not worth at least half a point to the spread? So I think the number's right. Like to me, I told you, I model this at four, but I say all the time in the, in the playoffs, you can say, well, forget your model. Like, what do you actually think of this game? And it's like, I think three, three and a half just feels right. Like, that's where it should be. The public professionals will come in on this Ravens team at three. And then if it goes to three and a half, four, come on. We already know the deal. 80% of all the money, everything that's going to be bet on this game will happen between Saturday and Sunday night. Like, all the money will come in very late. Where do you think all the money is going to go? It's going to go on this Chiefs team at a dog number. Like, the fact that it's three and a half, it kind of lets you know that, like, okay, the books, they've taken the Ravens' money. Now they'll just wait and take a ton of Chiefs' money because it's what well, we talk about all the time. Mahomes, if you bet him as a dog, you're always going to be in it. It doesn't matter if his team is down. Um, what was it to Houston, Chad? Was it 28-3 to or 21-3? to They were down, and Mahomes came all the way back against Houston and Watson years ago. It's like it doesn't matter how many points he gets down. He's always going to be in it, so – um, I totally get people's rationale for taking them as a dog and playing it simple. I just, I think the Ravens are that legit team and they have the defense that matches up really well with the chiefs. Like there's only a couple of teams that could match up for what the chiefs want to do. And the Raiders are one of them. The Raiders were incredible at playing against Mahomes and matching up well against them. I think the same thing here with the Ravens. Like the more I break down this Ravens defense on tape, I mean, you talked about it on Sunday night, like, having the linebackers for it, having Patrick Queen back there, you know, having Roquan Smith, those are game changers. But then the Kyle Hamilton X factor to me is the difference in this game where it's like they are going to be able to dictate this whole game by moving him around and positioning him in different spots, either bringing him in as a blitzer, having him cover Travis Kelsey. Like it's all lined up there where the Bills just did not have that. The Bills had a 15-year veteran playing at the linebacker position that was – not a starter, right? It was a 15-year veteran that was like a practice squad kind of guy that um, he just knew the defense. That's why the Bills had to play in there. So um, it's really night and day going from that Bills defense to this this Ravens defense. So um, we already know all the Lamar stuff. I'm just – I'm trying to convince not only myself but everyone else that this bet really is about backing this Ravens defense. Like, to me, they're, they're the game changer in this scenario, not so much – well, Lamar and that offense is going to do. We know Lamar and them are going to be able to run the ball against this Chiefs defense. Like, they just can't stop the run. It's really, can we get stops? We need stops against Mahomes. Like, if you can't get stops, 
Mahomes and Andy Reid, they'll just play the clock, right? They know that, okay, if you guys are up three or if we're down by three, um, you know, here with two minutes to go, we have faith in Mahomes to drive the field and either tie this game or get us a win. So that's that's the fear here is we're, we're backing a big favorite. I mean, not that big, but pretty big against Mahomes. And then you know that if Mahomes has the ball last, me and you are going to be white as hell. We're going to be so scared that Mahomes is about to do it to us again. But I'm just, well, I'm just trusting the number here. Hold on. Number one, I've never seen you more anxious about a bet. Like, I know this one is scaring you a little bit. I know you feel strongly about it. Uh, I can feel it in like the way you're talking about the game and the way you're laying out the. Yeah, I want to be on my homes. I honestly want to bet on my homes. Yeah, I, I know. Do it. It sucks. Well, look. This is this is. We're just trying to get off the wave before it crashes, right? <laughs> and I'll be honest. I have not bet this game yet. I am so on the fence about this game, and. Uh, because I am desperately afraid of Patrick Mahomes at anything more than a field goal. And this yeah. is the classic rock in a hard place, right? Lamar Jackson last weekend accepted as a fave of three and a half or more, 42% against the spread, 174 of 181, 174th of 181 quarterbacks against the spread the past 20 years when he is a favorite of three or more. But he dominated the Texans as a huge fave. We were betting against it. So has he gotten over the hump? Was it the, just the right spot? Will he revert back to his old ways? Meanwhile, Mahomes, we were convinced last weekend was the time, except for those pesky linebacker situations right where the Chiefs might be the strongest. We were convinced Mahomes was going to lose that game and he was not going to cover. He's now been an underdog in 11 games, including the postseason, eight and three straight up, nine, one and one against the spread, two and oh in the playoffs. Like there is nothing scarier as a better than being, a, and we're going to get to the defense. I got a lot to say about the Ravens defense. There's nothing scarier as a better than being against Patrick Mahomes and seeing him step up in the pocket and not being able to know exactly what's going to happen next. You know what I mean? No, he's, he's, he's the best in pocket quarterback we've ever seen like that. I think I saw some stat from somebody that he's had three straight games now of no sacks and no interceptions. Like he's just, he's on another level right now. And even when the bills did make the right call and the right blitz package, he would just so nonchalantly see it coming, step up in the pocket, and just get out of there. It's like incredible how how well he's been playing. Um, Evan had another amazing stat um, on Sunday Night Show that he has been down by seven plus points like ten times in the playoffs, and he's eight and two in those games. Uh, the only two losses was against Tom Brady. So. It's like every little stat, every metric we go through is basically telling us don't be an idiot and don't bet against this guy. Um, but it's just I have to trust the numbers. It's like it's so painful to do, but I got to do it. And you just said it right where it's like 
when is the peak here for this Chiefs team? Like they're 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 playing so far above what they should be doing, right? We know who this team is. We've saw them all season how they've struggled. But this Mahomes in the playoffs, it is just different, right? Like we talk all the time, it is different in the playoffs. Um, he's just been incredible. So, like, like again, you say we're gonna break down this Ravens team and their defense. It it really is what I'm all in on. It's like I really have to do believe in this defense and the adjustments they can make because that's what's going to win this game. As much as I want to say it's all about Lamar, I've, I feel like we all know Lamar is going to get his. Like, I can't see Lamar being held under 17 points in this game, right? It feels like at minimum he's going to get a 17 to 20 points in this game. Like, their offense is so high-powered. Even if he struggles in the very beginning with jitters, I believe they will make the adjustments to be able to figure out in the second half. It's really about the defense. Like, can the defense make the adjustments to get stops against Mahomes? Because we just said it, Mahomes – his last three playoff games, zero interceptions, zero sacks, you you won't lose. Like unless you have to get hits on him, you have to make him uncomfortable. Like we saw in that Tampa Bay Super Bowl, that's how you beat the guy. You have to get hits on Mahomes. You have to make him uncomfortable. If you're getting zero pressure, it's over. We're dead. So um, yeah, we're we're betting a lot of money on Kyle Van Noy getting to the quarterback here, but they've been doing it all season. Like the Ravens have done it all season with these random guys on that D line. So I'm going to keep trusting it. Uh, zero interceptions, zero sacks, averaging about 30 points a game. And uh, he's got six touchdowns in the last three playoff games, including the Super Bowl <laughs> against Ooh. the Eagles. The first quarterback since the merger was zero INTs and zero sacks in three straight playoff games. Here's what worries me. We're saying the Chiefs are not the same team they've always been. But is it possible that they've gotten better? The receivers have gotten a little bit better that Isaiah Pacheco has gotten a little bit better over the course of the season. And so a lot of times when we are talking about stats, we are talking about these things, we're talking about over the length of a season and not exactly talking about what the team is in a sample size of, say, four or five games when they've gotten significantly better. They've instituted new schemes. They've incorporated new people. And then you've got Patrick Mahomes playing with more confidence. That is truly frightening. And I know we I I know like I know what you're gonna say. And so I'm not gonna ask you to just keep saying like, yeah. No, you have no idea to... what I'm about to say, Chad. You have no idea what I'm about to say. Okay. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> no, I was about to go on a whole tangent about conspiracy theories with Taylor Swift and them getting 50 million views in that Chiefs Bills game where it's like, you know how many people watched the World Series in total? So the World Series had five games, Chad. You know how many people in total watched the World Series? I believe it was it was about fifty million because I think the the ratings the ratings I think I think it was like an average of nine to ten million or something like that. Yeah, so I think it was forty three million in total watched the World Series. So five games, the NFL got it in one game. So just all of the points to why would the NFL not want Mahomes to keep this going um, is definitely something I'm wary of. But again, it's like. I got to trust the sports books, right? Like three and a half, it's so tempting. I'm trying so hard not to be a sucker and take the three and a half with Mahomes, but I get it. Like I get why people are bullying me, talking shit to me. It's just like you're overthinking this way too much. Just take Mahomes as the dog. I totally get it. Like, you know, I love betting trends, but I just, I can't do it. I just, I'm, I'm convinced that this Ravens is a better team, more complete team, but Chad nailed it. Like the fear here is Mahomes takes it to another level in the playoffs. We've only seen one half of Lamar do that. And that was last week. Like that was Lamar's best week I've ever seen of him having the playoffs. 
is that real? Can he can he keep that going? Or was that just a flash in the pan? That's that to me is my biggest fear right now, betting on this Ravens team. Strength against strength. These were the two teams with the most sacks in the NFL. Mahomes was sacked the second fewest times in the NFL, only in front of Josh Allen. Meanwhile, Lamar is the ultimate frustration. Who will that ability to neutralize the pass rush benefit most? But here's what I'm talking about with Mahomes. One of the lowest percentages of bad throws in the NFL this year, but the highest percentage of drops, most drops by receivers. Lately, the only guy dropping balls for the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. So if the pass rush ends up being even, the quarterbacks are relatively even. 100% agree with you about Kyle Hamilton. I think he's a game wrecker and a game changer. Put him anywhere, let him do anything. We did the favorites film room about Kyle Hamilton before the last week of the NFL season. We showed him blitzing. We showed him in coverage. We showed him blitzing, getting knocked down, getting pancaked, getting back up, running into coverage, getting an interception. The guy can do it all. He can 100% do it all. Here's where I think this game might come down to and where I do think you're on the right side of it. The Ravens rushing game is dominant. Most yards per rush before contact, most rush yards overall, third most broken tackles. The Chiefs' rush defense is the worst part of their team. Great pass defense, great offensive line, great quarterback. Their rush defense is not very good. Josh Allen had 72 yards and two touchdowns. The Bills ran for 183 yards. They averaged nearly five yeah. yards per carry. Like, what is Lamar going to do against this team? No, it's and that's what I can't get past. It's like all the matchups are perfect for this Ravens team. Like this is, I, I mean, they probably they probably think they wanted the Bills. They rather have played the Bills, but it's like this this is the matchup they wanted. Like they match up so well offensively against this Chiefs team. What they want to do defensively, um, it's just what we mean you talked about, which we'll talk about it again on Thursday. It's like the Mahomes factor is just terrifying. Like everything about it, all of his numbers are just so scary. Um, it just feels like that's why I wanted people to get the three, honestly, just because the back door, it's always going to be open. Like unless you really blow him out, he's always going to have a chance to get this back door. And that's the fear of going against him. But um, yeah, it's just, I feel like it's a bad bet. You're betting Mahomes on back-to-back -back road games against one of the best defenses we've seen this season. Like, the, the Ravens really would have to lay down and lay an egg, a total egg for them to lose this game. It's just, that's, that's the fear here is, um, you know, that it's just, the pressure will be too much for the Ravens team to lay an egg just because on paper, I do just think there's some, there's such a better team. Like I said, I have this at minus four. I clearly think they're a better team. The Ravens, it's just like Chad laid it all out. Like this Mahomes run he's been on, especially these last three games of the no sacks, no interceptions. It's just like the guy is in a different zone right now, but, my pushback would be he hasn't played a real defense in those those games. Like that Miami defense had a bunch of injuries. They weren't that good. Same goes for the Bills. They had a bunch of injuries they couldn't overcome. You're not getting that here with the Ravens. This is the Ravens fully good, good to go. They got all their dogs. They're they're healthy. They're ready to go. And it's just like that's what I'm banking on is that um, Mahomes has gotten fat off playing these weak defenses. Now he's running into a real but behemoth.
you know, this this Ravens team, we saw them against that 49ers team. The same reason we love them against 49ers team. It's like they have the pieces to shut down all the talent the 49ers had. Think about how much more talent they have than this this uh, Chiefs team. It's just like night and day. So it really all comes down to Mahomes. It's like what what scheme can they run to make Mahomes uncomfortable? And I believe they'll be able to do it. It's like they they know what they need to do here. It's all about making Mahomes uncomfortable. And that's that really starts with – what I talked about, Kyle Hamilton, like they have to either be bringing him on the blitz, disguising the blitz with him, or having him drop back with Kelsey. It's like they just have to keep giving him crazy looks, keep Mahomes uncomfortable, where the Bills did not do that. And he got easily, he easily got into a rhythm in that first quarter, and it carried him throughout the whole game. He just was always in a rhythm. They were either kicking a field goal or getting a touchdown. And, like, the Ravens can't do that. They need to get, either get an early three and out, and then, like you just talked about, they need to run the ball for a whole quarter – they just need to have Mahomes off the field and be uncomfortable, never getting a rhythm. That's that really is a kryptonite to how you beat this team. I mean, we can go back and watch that Raiders film a couple of weeks ago when the Raiders, you know, O'Connell only threw one pass after the first quarter. That's what they did. They literally just ran the ball, ball controlled the clock, and Mahomes was uncomfortable. I think Mahomes threw two picks in that game. It's like that's how you beat them. You you keep them on the bench. You never let them get in a rhythm, and the Ravens are built perfectly to do that. Two other X factors in this game that I don't think we can say existed in games that the Chiefs have won recently going back to the Super Bowl and in these two playoff games. I don't see either coach getting tight or anxious. I don't see John Harbaugh getting tight or anxious with play calling and making mistakes the way other coaches have against Patrick Mahomes. I do think there is a factor there where coaches, you, you know, press a little bit because they don't know how many chances they're going to get. They feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to score on every drive. So they need to take advantage of every drive. I don't see John Harbaugh getting tight in this game. And I do think really, that- I, I think, I honestly think if he, if they lost this game, they get blown out or something. I feel like there will be conversation in the front office. It's like, is this, is this the guy? I mean, he's been no there way. for what, 15, 15, 16 years? I don't know. Well, the man. other thing just, when Vrabel's out there, when Belichick's out there, I feel like any, any coach could be made available at this point. But I get where you're coming from. But I definitely he, feel like he feels way more pressure than Andy Reid. Big Red does, right? Andy Reid. Oh, well, of course. He's playing with house money. Yeah. But I mean, compared to Sean McDermott, who I just think John Harbaugh is a better coach and he's more <laughs> calculating. Fair. And yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, He's not he's not afraid to put his defense back on the field. And McDermott was clearly afraid to put his defense back on the field, right? And so I don't see him getting tight in this game. Also, the Ravens have great special teams. And I think that's something to consider as being important in this game. Simon, you're going to be even more impressed. Speaking of X factors, get started on your resolutions with factor. So you're ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie, smart, vegan, and veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Simon, 
If you've got a date heading over to your place, but all you have is leftover pizza from our other sponsor, Factor can get you special occasion meals with their Gourmet Plus selection for fast upscale options. So head to factormeals.com slash favorites50 and use code favorites50 to get 50% off. That's code favorites50 at factormeals.com slash favorites50 to get 50% off. All right. So let's set the table on uh, Detroit and San Francisco here. San Francisco is basically settled in as a seven-point favorite. Since 2000, there have been 18 conference title games with a spread of six or higher. Five of those 18 dogs went outright. The last one, the Bengals over the Chiefs, two years ago with seven-point dogs. Prior to that, the big favorites had won nine of the 10, last 10 straight up. Very few big conference title games have outright upsets. So... You know, I feel like you really like the Lions here. And I am waiting on confirmation for Debo Samuel before I go all in on the Niners. If yeah, Debo I Samuel think... plays, does it change your opinion? No, I, I don't think it matters to me. But um, I get what you're saying, though. The trends obviously say it's a big deal if Debo's in this offense, but... Ayuk's been so good this year, and so has Kittle. It's like they'll be able to figure it out, right? Like Debo can't be that big of a deal. Um, a guy who only gets four to five touches a game. But like you said, the stats say he is pretty important to that team, and they, they're different when he's on the field. It's like, well, that makes sense. Debo's one of the best receivers on football. So um, I get why you're you're worried about it, but I saw Schefter tweeted out that it's, he's 50-50 to play. That means he's Dude. like 75. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm I am checking Debo status reports more frequently than I check the status of my kids 529. Like I am <laughs> I am all over the internet machine looking for updates and yeah, 50-50, the x-rays were negative. He's right. lifting his head above his arm above his head. I can't even do that with my shoulder. Like I feel like he's going to play. Yeah, when I saw that he was 50-50 from Shefty, I was like, okay, that means he's a 75% chance he's going to play. Like if he's 50-50 this early, that that's a high percent of chance he's going to play. So yeah, um, yeah. If you're if you're backing that, I feel pretty good. I mean, you obviously got the best of the number, the six and a half. It it's moved to seven now, and it's just staying at the seven. Um, if if Chad's right, and the books value Debo like he does, it could drop half a point. If Debo is ruled out, this could drop back down to six and a half. But um, I still I just cannot see this getting to seven and a half unless they really need Lions money. That's when I'll get the seven and a half. The books are really feeling imbalanced, but this is the these these ones are always hard to play because the biggest liability. Every sports book guy I talk to right now, every you know every book, their biggest liability right now are the 49ers futures. Right, it was the Bills. The Bills was the one they needed killed. That was killed. Now it's the 49ers. Like that's their biggest liability, um, Super Bowl future wise. So it's it's pretty interesting where they they probably made this line what it is because of that. Right like to take a little bit of the money on the other side, I believe in the app, it was like 75% of the bets, 67% of the money was on the Lions money line. So clearly a ton of money is coming in the Lions money line at this point. But um, if we're just looking at X's and O's, I love the matchup for the Lions offense. Like everything the 49ers can do well, they have a piece to counter it. Like they have the they have two different running back styles that can counter it to whatever type of run defense the 49ers trying to play. And the, the fact that Laporta 
he's come back from that knee injury. And, you know, even last week, he would take these really rough hits and get up limping a little bit. You know, five, six plays later, I'd see him running full speed downfield. It's just like the guy's a freak. Like he's got a banged up knee and he's just playing through it. Um, he, he, to me, is going to be the big difference here. Where I don't think they have a guy that can cover him. Like they can't. They can't use Fred Warner to cover him because they need Fred in the middle covering these two running backs. So there's just a bunch of different looks they can use to go against this team that I think will keep it close. But the the fear here is just the Lions defense. Like if Purdy, if Purdy's got it going and Kyle Shannon's in his bag and, and we always talk about those first 30, 40 scripted plays, those those plays were shit against Green Bay, right? Green Bay really were prepared to stop those plays. Yeah, but don't, don't forget, really, don't forget again. Those plays included Debo Samuel. The, the first three plays, Green Bay had no answer for. McCaffrey, long run. Yeah. Debo, long run. Debo, long pass. And then he's out. Like, they right. were marching. And that's what you're looking at here, where it's just like, the Lions, I feel the same about the Green Bay. Like, Green Bay, the reason we like the 49ers, we're like, the Green Bay is never going to be able to get stops. Like, they don't have the guys to get stops. And, that's my fear here with the Lions team. It's like the Lions really don't have the guys that get stops. Like their big X factor on their defense is, you know, what is he, a second-year player at this point? Um, it's just, I, again, I love Hutchinson. I love their pass rush, but it's like I'm just – I'm a little worried about this Detroit defense and getting stops, but I have such confidence in their offense right now. It's like at seven at seven points, I have to take it. And – um, you know, I think Matt Mitchell gave it to us before he came on here about that stat. Like the Bengals are the last team to win outright as a big dog. Like it, it's tough for me to tell you to take this Lions money line, but I do think they're a live dog. Like we saw Brock Purdy had a little bit of the deer in headlight looks last week, right? And he did pull it out at the end of that game. Like he made that drive, and that's saying the Fortnite should be feeling good about him. But it's just like this isn't Mahomes. This isn't Lamar, right? This is like this is what we talk about with a game manager. Like this is why he was a late round pick. He does have some weaknesses that teams can't exploit. It's all about, can you beat Shanahan? Like when Shanahan's system's clicking and like Chad said, when Debo is in there, it's really hard to get stops. There's just so many weapons on that team where it's like, it really all comes down to Purdy and what kind of game he's going to have. Cause I'm looking at weather right now, Chad, it's supposed to be a perfect winter day there in uh, San Francisco. Like, we, we talk about the splits with golf outdoors. This would be as if he's playing an indoor game. Like, there's no weather. It's going to be a perfect day, perfect Sunday day, or I guess night. Um, I'm really not worried about golf being outdoors here. It's really – my fear is this line's defense. Like, I'm just – I am scared. I'm going to, you know, roll over. It's going to be 21 to 7. And it's just like, well, that was a dumb bet. Like, I should have known better going against this 49ers defense with this line's defense. But um, I just – Right now, I believe in golf in this Lions offense where it's like they got all their pieces. Um, you know, I know they had a couple injuries to their offensive line, which obviously is a, a big deal going against one of the best, best front fours in all of football with the 49ers have. But it's just like when you look at on paper, it's um, pretty incredible how good this Lions team's performed this year. And once again, I'll go back to my notes. Um they have struggled against really good defenses this year. And we saw when they went to play that Ravens team, they were dominated and golf could not move the ball. But I just, I think it's going to be different, especially when we talk in 
Campbell, right? Like he knows our seven point dog, even in the second half or the first half, it feels like if it's the second quarter, they're on their own 40 and they have three yards to gain. I feel like Campbell's going to go for it, Chad. Like, I feel like he's going to lay it all out there and just really go for it and put pedal to the metal. So um, that's another reason it's giving me confidence taking this big number in the seven, where it's like, I just feel like even if we're out of it, he's just going to keep go going. Where the same thing we felt with the Bucks last week, where it's like, even when the Bucks were down by 14, I think you felt the same way, where it's like, I feel like they're still going to score here. Like, I feel like they're still going to get the ball downfield and it's going to come down to a two-pointer. It's probably going to come down to another two-pointer if you're back in this big dog here, where it's like, you know, Campbell gets that touchdown. He's not kicking the extra point. We're not getting a push here. He's he's definitely going to go for the two. So um, it's interesting they move this number all the way up to seven. I, I think it's not only protect against futures, but it's like, you know, the public, they're going to come in and hammer this 49ers team. They're on paper. They're clearly the better team. It's just the between the storyline, the fact that Goff has been to a Super Bowl, the fact that Campbell takes these high risk, like he's just willing to go for it on these fourth downs. I, I just – I have to take the plus seven on this Lions team. Uh, Campbell going for it that frequently also potentially plays into the idea of the Niners covering, right? Because he yeah. may go for it in those scenarios that you talked about. It's the Detroit side of the field, the 45-yard line, early in the third quarter, he decides they're going to go for it. All of a sudden, the nines are the Niners go from up seven to up fourteen because the Lions right. don't. No, they can it. easily roll them, right? Like that, we both easily roll. It, the easily the variance roll. in this, yes, very like to me. There's not as much variance in the Ravens Chiefs. This could <laughs> no. be this could be fifty two to seven. Yeah, it could be fifty two to forty nine. And what what's interesting to me? There's two things. On both sides of the ball. Which Lions fans don't get upset. I can see the Lions blowing out the other side too. Like we totally. can see a Purdy having a day from hell and then blowing out as well. But like Chad's right. Like I, we could easily be down 50 to seven ending in the fourth quarter. No one would be shocked where it's like, yeah, well, that's when you live and die going for a fourth down in your own 20. Like it's yeah. just Campbell is that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, I think that the there's two interesting elements here defensively for both teams. The Niners' gift is getting to the quarterback without blitzing. Third lowest blitz rate, fourth fewest blitzes in the NFL this year, but ninth most in sacks, right? So they do not need to bring extra pressure in order to get to Jared Goff, which means they can have a lot of help in the secondary defending yeah. against someone like Sam Laporta, defending against Amon Ra, Sate Brown, defending deep against Jamison Williams. Like they can have the support they need and they've played a lot better in the defensive backfield this year than they have in years past. Steve Wilkes has focused on the defensive backfield in ways that D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala hasn't done because they were so focused on that front seven, right? Number one. Number two, Detroit's defense. You mentioned it. That passing defense isn't just bad. They're great at pressuring. They don't get to the quarterback very much. A lot of QB pressures. Ninth most yards after the catch this season. Fifth most missed tackles. I'll say it again. Debo Samuel, what does he do? He breaks tackles. He gets yards after the catch. Christian McCaffrey, second most yards after 
contact in the NFL this season. Like this offense is tailor-made to destroy and take advantage of what this Detroit defense is terrible at. Terrible if Debo Samuel's playing. <laughs> but it's we already saw this match with the Rams, though. And the counter to that is Detroit, they'll make you pay for every catch you can get, right? They're going to beat the shit out of you. And that's really their mentality. It's like, we know we're not that good and the guys are going to get theirs. Every time they touch the ball, they're going to pay for it. And it's worked. Like, even against that Bucks game, you saw a couple of alligator arms, right? A couple of guys yeah. going to catch the ball and they pull in because they know they're about to get leveled. And, like, that's just how Detroit's playing right now, which I love because they just know they don't have the talent. It's like, in football, when you don't have the talent, you can do the other side of football, which is making it ugly and dirty and muddy, which is a reason a lot of us love football. It's like, that's the game at its core. It's a physical game, and you can wear out teams playing that way. And same goes for this 49ers team. Like Chad just said, it. it's like if their offense is humming, it's over. Like the Lions, they need turnovers. There's a lot of things their defense needs that the 49ers, like you just said, don't need. And that's why they are such a big favorite, right? That's They deserve to be this big of a favorite because of all the things we just talked about. But it's just when I break it down, it's like, there's so many things they can do to attack this 49ers defense that will be available, but you're exactly right. Like Chase Young, probably one of the best ads. Um, I mean, him and Sweat, like both those guys that left Washington have been dominant in their new homes. Like he's been really played great for them since he's joined them and this 49ers team. Like him and Bosa having that Ohio State connection, it's clearly worked, right? Like they always joke, one guy gets a sack, the other guy's egging on the other guy being like, all right, now it's your turn. And it's worked. Like Chase Young's come there and he's, Obviously, he played much better this year than he had in previous seasons with Washington, but he looks like who we thought he was going to be this year, right? He's been great against the pass, solid against the run, like everything they've hoped for when they traded for him. That is a big deal, like you talked about. The fact that they can get pressure with just their front four is a big deal, but I just look at the back end. Their secondary is not that good for, for 49ers, and they've gotten away with it because of what you just talked about, where – they only need to rush four and drop everyone else into the into coverage. Like, that's a big deal for this 49ers team. I don't think they can get away with it against this Lions team that can run the ball down your throat. Like, if they're trying to drop guys back, they'll bring Montgomery back in and just run it down your throat and pick up five or six yards per carry. I mean, we've seen them do that multiple times this year. And then what happens? If they bring the linebackers back down, they switch in Gibbs, who can catch the ball in the backfield, and as soon as he touches the ball, he's already hitting his 4-3 speed, right? Like, we saw it time and time again in that game. When they needed someone out of the backfield to catch the ball and make a big play, it's him. Like, these rookies they brought in, we talked all year about it. They've just been incredible. So, um, I've seen them be beat by good tight ends before. Now we have arguably the best tight end in all football coming in. So, there's just a bunch of stuff where it's like, I, I am scared about what Chad talked about with this Lions team on the defense. I just can't get past the fact they have all the pieces on offense to counter it. Like, they have the guys to get, this, get these points and keep this game close. So, um, people can already tell, obviously I like the over in this game, but yeah, like the Lions, I, I thought I could be talked out of it, like having a couple of pros reach out to me, but for the most part, it honestly seems like most pros like the Lions here at this big of a number because they think what I think where it's like the books are giving us an extra point to point and a half of value here just because they are so heavily invested right now in all the futures tied to this 49ers team. So I'm going to take the free points of value and take the seven. All right. Simon likes the Lions. It's seven. 
I already bet the Niners at six and a half. Have not done anything else. Uh, Simon definitely likes the Ravens. I have not done anything on that game yet. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how the week evolves and how the information coming in uh, makes us feel about doubling down on our bets, buying out of our bets, putting more at different numbers, how the markets move. We'll break that down and all of that uh, with sharp calls on Thursday. Simon, I know it's playoff time. And life is full of distractions right now in your world. But that's still not a good excuse for forgetting the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. Can you name it? Is it game time? That's right. It's game time. I love game time for two reasons. First, they sponsor this show. Second, I actually use game time all the time. They have amazing last minute deals, including pro and college sports. Speaking of which, I'm opening game time right now from my house using the app. I can see, I told you guys last week, I saw the number one college basketball team in the country, the Yukon Huskies, beat up on the Creighton Blue Jays. I got great seats using game time. I can go back to seeing the Yukon Huskies, number one team in the country, play for less than 70 bucks in their home arena. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app. Get out, have some fun. This week, you deserve it. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the Game Time app and use code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Also, catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. As a reminder... The Favorites is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boost with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets. To give you a chance to win more, Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boost. Check out the boost and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Louisiana, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. All right. We will be back, like I said, on Thursday, live on the Action Network YouTube page, 11 a.m. Download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Till Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.